a few weeks i think so we have missed a few weeks but i'd ask you how you're doing but man you look great you look refreshed looks like you had a excellent weekend my friend well you were you were right there by my side so i think uh first-hand experience it was a it was a good week last week was a good week it was an excellent week uh glad to know you made it back from the the gainesville florida i think you made it back in a better piece than the football team did in more than one way i made it back faster that's for sure uh I made it back even faster. I, I had a bright and early uh, departure, so I got three hours of sleep. You only got two. I got I got like two and one and forty five. So have you, have you recovered yet? Uh, almost. I'm I'm almost back there. I'm I'm in the swing of uh, extension tax season. That's why I'm still here working. I'm, I got to work. Got got some things to get done these next two weeks. I got you. I had work this week as well. So. It's uh, it's weird. Time zones are weird, man. I don't know. Yeah, I, I was gonna ask you how uh, how's the old card game been going for you, big feller? Well, I did pretty well. I know when to hold them and know when to fold them. Oh, yeah, know when to walk away and oh, oh yeah, there we go. Back to the do thirty. I'm back to several do thirties trying to get caught up. <laughs> yeah, you talk you talking the graded card game? You talking the the wrestling cards? What are we talking? Oh man, we talking because because last week at this time, me and Adam were. Uh, Trying to fly to Vegas, I got my ticket for twelve dollars and fifty cents. That's been my that's been my favorite thing to tell people all week is that I flew to Vegas for twelve dollars fifty cents. It cost me a lot more than that. And uh, by the time, oh, you all right? I'm okay. That was, right? that was a rough uh, rough dooski on there. Not used to the hard stuff. We uh, we had a delay. We by the time we got there, it was pretty late, and we uh, we had to make some hay while the sun was shining. And it was probably good. I I had a good time playing the cards. But man, those slot machines, those things are killer. They ate my lunch and spit me out for dinner. I did okay. I know that you did okay. I did all right. That's the problem. I try to imitate you in life, and and just like most things, I definitely came up short. Maybe maybe I'll write a course someday. You can you take the D-Roy slot playing course 101. I don't measure up to the D-Roy. It was a good... Uh... It was good. The hard part's getting out, but we had to get out because we had to wake up in the morning. So we had to get up bright and early. We went out to uh, Earl Grey and got us a little breakfast and headed out to Orlando. So yeah, it was a a good weekend. I had some some sales come through. That's a good thing about online selling is uh, even when it's slow or whatever. Usually, when you're not there, things sell and people want them right then. So I was able to. uh, what I have like seven seven things that, that actually sold and they were all all cards. So that was a good thing. And I know we had uh, our buddy Mr. Michael Benjamin there. He was with us and he had some sales going on at the same time. We did all right. I, I had a whatnot the week before and I had a uh, great whatnot experience. Come follow me over at D Roy Everett. I had a, a pack of cards went for a hundred dollars on a show and uh, I have a great audience over there. Good people and we have fun. So. For, for those of you who don't know, might be new to the show. I mean, like I said, we, we talk about reselling, we talk about taxes, 
We talk about life. Derek's going to be your life coach. He's had, he's been mine for years. Um, give some good advice, but the whatnot is, is kind of a, it's a new format to, to sale. That is the one thing. I mean, so we've been doing the show for a couple of years now. You got to learn to adapt in, in many ways. Um, you know, when we started, whatnot was not even a, a concept. And, and now it's basically turned into a fire sale um, online bidding market, which is super fun, super exciting. Um, I guess it goes back, I would say it's very similar to a couple of years ago. The, the um, I, I don't want to, there's a women's clothing line that was really big on, on doing these type online auctions. And I'd say it's, it's similar to that kind of thing. Yeah, it's really? kind of like a Facebook slash Instagram live, half that, half eBay. Um, it's a little integrated a little better. So people that, that pay, you know, they're, they're in the system and you can track your stuff a little better than writing it down on a, a three by five and saying you bought it or got it. But same idea. I mean, if you can't do it on, on Facebook or one of those things, you're not paying the fees. So, so good for you. If you got an audience, do it that way. Um, I'm having pretty. I'm having good times. So usually Friday nights I do all my wrestling cards, and, and we'll do wrestling, and people kind of get into it. I uh, took some advice uh, from a friend group, and our buddy Pelican said, "Man, you need to call it like it's a wrestling match, you know?" Like, because I'm like, "What can I do to be a little different?" So I'll usually uh, when it's about five seconds left, if somebody's in the lead, I'll I'll say what the finishing maneuver was, like you know, he just hit the double arm DDT or uh, a sleeper hold or whatever, and then I'll go one two for the pin and three if they win. But sometimes people kick out. Or, you know, some outside interference comes in. Kind of riles people up. They want to get the W. Uh, so that's been good. And then on Saturdays, I've been doing, like, 90s basketball. So I've been able to get boxes of, like, the old Skybox or uh, NBA hoops and stuff. And, and we'll go looking for Jordans is usually why I call it Jordan hunting. But good group of people on there. A uh, lot cheaper um, compared to what some of the modern cards go for. And uh, they'll just come in. I've had people that just come hang out three, four hours buying packs, looking for Jordans. Uh, we kept getting a bunch of Cotton Fitzsimmons cards <laughs> the other day. He was a coach for, like, the Bucks or somebody. And, like, by the time I got the fourth one, I said, okay, next Cotton, Cotton Fitzsimmons card that gets pulled, I'm going to throw it in this Jordan card. So I had, like, a like a, a Chase card was this, uh, you know, pretty good value, like five five to $10 value raw Jordan card. And so people are like, oh, man, I want a Cotton card now. Now I'm after Cotton, <laughs> you know. And it's just fun. It's just uh, it's fun to interact with the audience. Sometimes you list things on eBay. And there's more money, I think, on eBay, unless you have a really big audience. But you don't get to interact as much. You kind of have a us versus them. Where on uh, whatnot, it's kind of like, you know, you, you kind of almost like friends with the, the groups. You can interact with them. Yeah, it's just different. But but both good platforms. I think if you're trying to pick up uh, merchandise to flip, that you want to put on a eBay or Mercari or anything like that. I think if you went to whatnot. And had some discipline because it is easy to <laughs> it is easy to kind of get caught up in the hype or just bid because you want to bid. But if you actually uh, took the time to look for what you're looking for, um, especially if you find newer newer sellers or newer groups without as many people in there for competition, uh, sometimes they're just wanting to get their name out there. They'll sell things cheap, start off at a dollar, whatever. You can get you can get some pretty good deals. So uh, even if you're not looking to sell on whatnot. Uh, it's a good place to pick up merchandise. It is a good place to source. I know that, you know, you, you can see some things and you get into the right uh, seller's rooms. It, it's pretty fun. It, it really is. It's a good time to spend uh, spend some uh, quality time, maybe a couple dollars. And uh, I'm not going to lie, I've heard that it's addicting. I, I've heard people that we know uh, may or may not, not actually may, have had to delete the app. But just like everything, it, 
it comes back on. It, it, can you confirm that story? I mean, it's all things in moderation, right? Like, if you have a problem, you probably shouldn't be going to the casino. Or shouldn't be uh, bidding if you're... If you, I mean, if you have a problem, I'm not saying to do it. But if... Uh, or if you're not looking to sell, not looking to grow your collection. Um, I mean, they got everything on there from, from T-shirts to bowling balls to cards. I mean, <laughs> whatever you're looking for, they have you on there. So Except and, drugs. No, I'm not even sure about that. I mean, there might be code words. I don't know. Um, but no, it's... it's Cotton a, Fitzsimmons? Yeah, I mean, it can be an addicting thing. And if you got a problem... Um, or you, you feel like you're spending too much money, it probably is a good thing to, to just delete, walk away, maybe come back again another day, or maybe you're done. Like, know your limits in life, right? Which, speaking of, um, I'm going to throw this out in the metaverse there, D-Roy. We've talked about it for years, and, and that is the hard part. Is It's always the follow-up. That's why all these guys, uh, your, your buddy Gary V says, I don't care, I'll give 100% of what I do. The reality is only 99% are going to ignore it, and only 1% will do the work to make it happen. So I'm going to throw out this thing. We, we've been talking about it for years um, as gambling is a problem for several people. So what we've talked about is the uh, the gambling app. The the always, hey, I bet you $10 that Pelican can't put down that 17th rack of ribs. Uh, you know, I'll bet you $10 for that. You know, there should be an app for that. There should be a place that has an escrow account that you can basically both, you know, digitally put money in and and you know, then once the, the bet is either uh, completed or not completed, essentially it's a handshake bet like you used to do in the old days. Gentleman's agreement. Yeah, a gentleman's agreement, you know, and you, and, and you pony up the cash, but then it's really, hey, this is what happens. So said bet happens, you know, really you have to put in, uh, you know, 10% or, or, or more, and that's how you make money on the app. Um, we, we brought it up over the weekend in Florida, and, and I heard if you put it out there, somebody's going to steal it. I just want to put the idea out there so that I can say it was my idea first. It's time stamped. Now, whether I really make it happen, I still think it's a great idea, Derek. You, what, what do you like? What do you think about this? You just want to use it. That's what you're saying. Well, I want to. Well, I want to be the the guy who made it because then I'll be a a gojillionaire. I can be hanging well, out with the Elon Musks and the Jeff Bezos of the world. Well, why don't we find somebody that's an app developer and, and get it made? Well, that's what I'm saying. We we need to do it now that we've. Put it out, and I, I swear, I know we've talked about it before, but this is getting into that developmental stage yeah. uh, of, you know, this is where, where rubber hits the road. So when this happens, I can at least complain saying, I thought about it, I said it, whatever the day you post it, we're recording 9-8-22 at, you know, 4-0-2, which is what, 16-0-2 military time. I said it, right, D-Roy? Yeah, I guess I'm sitting here as I, as I live and breathe. This is happening, but no, I had a I had a little interesting interaction. I've been on the Twitter a little more than usual, um, kind of scanning through things. I, uh, I kind of like an interact on there. There's a pretty good uh, wrestling card community is is more active on Twitter than other places. So I kind of get going there, but then you kind of get down rabbit holes and it finds out what you like. So uh, we got some college football coming up, and there's two pretty big fan bases in the state of Utah, and I happen to belong to one and. Uh, probably Strauss line with the other, and I, I have a hard time with the other fan base. Um, I don't really mind the coaches. Uh, I know some of the players. I'm, I'm working with a, a kid that's a gray shirt right now, and uh, so I don't really have a problem with most of the players. And, and there's a lot of the fans that are pretty good people, but there's some. And I'm, I know it's all fan bases. This goes too far over the line. But anyway, uh, I'm sitting there talking and. And they're talking about this game that we go to, went to was the opening game was Utah and Florida down in Gainesville, and Florida 
has a pretty good program traditionally. Um, you know, they play pretty tough at home. Pretty good little ball club. Good little ball club. Pretty good home field advantage. You know, it's hot and humid as we heard all, the, all, all last week. Uh, Utah was coming in ranked number seven. They came off a pretty good last season. They went to the Rose Bowl. Good, fun little team. And, uh, man, this guy was just trolling and trolling and trolling. And and uh, I took the bait a little bit. And I don't even remember how it came about. But I was like, you know, Utah, Vegas is favoring to win. Like, yep. they're not, they're not going to get blown out. They were favored at the time by three points. I think it might have went down to two and a half or something like that. And, you know, the over-under was like a 56 or something. So I'm like, they're looking to score some points. Vegas isn't usually wrong. Guy says, "Well, you want to put your money where your mouth is?" Like, sure. You know me. Like, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Like, how much? Like, if you're gonna say like five grand, we're not gonna do it. But, you know, he's like, "Well, twenty five bucks." I said, "Okay, twenty five bucks." I said, "Here's my problem: is if I win, you're off the face of the earth. Like, you disappear, and because you're affiliated with other this other university, uh, we don't really better gamble." I was just saying that for show. If you win, you're gonna be right at the doorsteps wanting my man's money. You know, I, I knew the game getting into it, but took a screenshot. I said, whatever, yeah. Some other people chimed in, and I'm like, no, oh, I'm good. Like, it's 25 bucks. What's that really matter, you know? And, like, no points just straight up. Yeah, okay. The second, like, I didn't tell you this, but we were going home. <laughs> Before we even, like, left the stadium, basically, this guy. When I didn't even have internet service. This guy had already sent me, like, a, a thing on the Twitter with, like, a screenshot, like, you're going to pay up. You're going to be honest <laughs> about this or whatever. And, like, I did, but I, I went on the Venmo, and, and we have a thing on the Venmo where if you owe some friends money or whatever, you put a colorful description on what you bought. Let's just say that he might have to be talking with a, a ecclesiastical leader about, about the things that he bought for me and may have had uh, some women's uh, women's accompaniment for a night and some uh, some pills that uh, helped his performance go a little better. So, um, wow. But I did pay. But all I'm saying is it gets a little... It's a good time of year because that kind of stuff happens. I just hate that. I guarantee had had uh, Utah got that last drive and scored, never would have heard from the guy again. So here's the thing. I mean, but if we would have had that app, that, that's what this whole big thing was. The big round. If we had the app, we locked in both twenty five dollars, and it would have just been taken care of and taken, taken, yeah, taken, taken. The, the the nice part is is now you found somebody to tango with, you know. And then you just say, hey man. Give me a chance to get my money's back. That's my double or nothing. I'm already thinking double or nothing with Baylor this weekend. It's coming into Provo. I, I don't know. I, I mean, it, it, it's worth a shot, right? I no, mean, number 10. I, oh, you know me. You, you, you never know. I mean, it's always fun to, to, and I think that's the whole idea, the whole aspect. I think what, well, I know what's happened is the older I get, I, I think the, the less I care. Well, there's, yeah. I mean, when you're young, you got a lot less priorities in life. Things aren't as important or too important. I enjoy my team. I want yeah. them to win. I like the rivalry. I like a little trash talk. But we went down to Florida again. We've said that five times now. And we're walking around, and, and people are trash talking or whatever. But I just take it as, like, it's just fun. It's just funny to me. You know, you're getting you're getting uh, cursed at or whatever. But it's with a smile on their face. Oh, it's not yeah. like you're ready to, to throw down. You're just like, well, we'll see what happens. And we made friends with the people around us. But... You read some of the stuff and other people online that were just, you know, appalled and never going to step foot there again and can't believe the kind of treatment. It's like, it was a wonderful experience for me. I'm telling you, we put a punishing over at the Happy Crab. That was that was probably the highlight between that and the uh, the Korean barbecue. I mean, that's the whole thing. When we go, we, we eat well, at least when I'm there. I, I've heard uh, 
other trips when you guys have gone you like to frequent the burger king well, nothing wrong with burger king i'm not gonna sit here and let you soil the good gd name of the king I'm just, right I'm here just, while we're talking i mean that's that's what i've heard from past experiences all if, i know is if you have a whopper experience for like a penny you're gonna load up if, if prumpy isn't there i mean it's like we're eating like peasants but you know if if prumpy's there what we're we we're, had, we had prime rib and we had the uh, teppanyaki, the the steakhouse. Well, see, I'm I'm just those are what I've heard. And we had like the good breakfast place. I, I you know, we just had. You know how you like to just. That's the best part. I you, just, you had you had pizza from a truck stop. You're gonna be talking trash about with a Burger King. See, that's the best part. The guy on Twitter, he just knows how to. He just knows how to troll D Roy. You probably are the guy on Twitter, <laughs> and he takes a big bite right out of it. That's probably the guy on Twitter right here across the room from me. Now, now you got me thinking. My problem is, is I do everything in my own name. I don't, I don't hide behind a, a keyboard. If I say it, Adam Beasley said it. Yeah. I don't need any misremembers or I didn't really say that, even though you got a screenshot. I'll tell you, I said it. Yeah, you Lacey Bandsickle. <laughs> I guess. All I know is, uh, you know, if I say something, I'll say it and I'll say it to your face because that's just not the kind of person I am. Uh, so, uh, so me and Adam had a big delay coming out of uh, Provo. Yes, we did. Uh, so we didn't get to bed till pretty pretty late slash early, depending on how you want to call it. Then we flew uh, down to Orlando, but with the time difference, and we got there at like what nine nine thirty something like that. Something like that. Yeah. I had to catch our, our Uber, get over to our hotel, which is like a half hour away, twenty yeah, minutes it wasn't, away. Wasn't bad. And there's a, a restaurant across the street. I was looking it up as we were landing, like where are we going to eat? Because I know. Oh, I knew. We had ate all day. We had I some breakfast. We had limited time because things closed down. I mean, it's not not twenty four seven. It's not Vegas. I mean, it's we Orlando. had the Waffle House was twenty four seven, but uh, if he's not going to go to the, the Burger King, yeah. am I going to get my man in the, in the in the Waffle House? I don't know. No. And so we had the Happy Crab, which was across the street. Oh, and luckily, wow. luckily they were open. We got there like ten o'clock. We got there early enough. I mean, close to eleven. We, we spent the full hour enjoying and, our uh, meal, and we have this waitress come up, and she's wearing her. It's my birthday. Uh, Happy birthday, Sash. Sash, which I was thinking more about this. It's probably always her birthday at work. That's If you're a waitress or a waiter, that's the way to do it. You want to get some good tips. You show up and say you're working on your birthday and you're here helping these people out on their birthday. They're in Orlando. It's a family vacation. You know, people are maybe getting a little uh, liquid courage. I don't know. They're, they're relaxing a little bit. They're more likely to, to throw some money that way. And so we're looking through everything and... Adam found like the super uh, plat. What was that thing called? Like oh, the 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 feast for the feast for twelve or something. It was like the the sea the sea hags uh, <laughs> revenge or something. The sea captain's uh, betrothed uh, <laughs> came up and they they brought it like a treasure chest. The mud bugs. And so uh, it was a it was man it was a lot. We had crab. We had uh, the mud bugs. We oh. had uh, mussels. Some, we had shrimp. Shrimps. We had clams. Oh. We had. Uh, corn, corn. We had potatoes. Oh. Adam ordered us some uh, some crab cakes on top of it. Yeah, and man, we just went to town. Key lime pie, key lime and and cheesecake. You had double dessert. We, we you always got to go double dessert. So after that, we waddled back over to our uh, oh, waddled back over, went to sleep. But uh, man, that was a, that was a good meal. That's the best. For we're we're just documented some great times that we had. It was it was super phenomenal. Uh, we didn't really get a chance. We we were kind of on a time crunch, but we did go to our buddy Hogan's shop. We went to the Hogan Beach shop, and there was some cool memorabilia in there. There were some things that um, I was definitely uh, I, I don't know taken aback to. 
little nostalgia. There, there was some good nostalgia that that was there. Um, I I will have to say, and and um, you know, when you're in Rome, you're Roman, right? Like, <clears throat> here's the thing. Like, I, I know D. Roy and Painter. They're they're, they're kind of tight. Like it was, it was hard because when you were walking, I couldn't tell where the squeaking was coming from, <laughs> whether it was D-Roy or Painter. So we get into the Hogan shop, and you know, there's a there's a sign, there's a ring inside. Like there's a literal uh, a wrestling ring inside of uh, of the place, the old Seven Eleven, and uh, it said, "Please come talk to us before you get in the ring." And you know, I, I'm all game for it. And and these guys probably, don't. but it's an attraction. You, you had to you had to throw down a twenty spot to be able to go in there, take some pictures, and hold up the belt. So I knew if I didn't do it, it would have been one of those things that we always regretted we didn't do. So I just went ahead and took care of that so that D Roy and Painter would would make sure they didn't miss on the experience. Well, well, it was appreciative, <laughs> appreciated. I went in there. I was going to go up the ramp, and Adam said, "No, uh, uh-uh, uh, uh, uh." You're not getting in with the ramp. You climbed through the ropes. Not on my watch. You climbed through the ropes. So D-Roy got up, and he rolled onto the first one. Painter thought he was going to be the big man and go go leg up on the third rope. And little did you realize, that's a tall third rope. <laughs> that ain't happening. So he had to go through the, the middle like like we all did, or like I did also. And we had a good time there. And it was cool because it, I think it's a lot of times right now where that, that 80s, Early '90 nostalgia is kind of coming back. That's why your Stranger Things, all these, all the stuff that you've been selling is, it just reminds people of what they were at that age. You know, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. We got the, the belt in there. You're you're putting a headlock on uh, on some guys, and I mean, I was just grinning ear ear to ear, ear to ear. I don't think you've seen me smiling like that since uh, I don't know when. So it, it was definitely a good time, and and it was it was that. Again, that nostalgia. So you, that's when I think a lot of these things that are selling it is you're you're buying memories. You're you're reliving parts of your either your childhood or memories with with a grandparent or or a friend or somebody that can you can go back to that experience because literally the, the, when we went back into there uh, that ring it was like I, I was it was like I was ten eleven years old like I could distinctly remember those. Saturday mornings that I'd go over to my friend's house and we'd watch wrestling because that's that's what you did. And then going to the uh, pre-blockbuster because we didn't have a blockbuster. And you'd always want to go check out the VHS of Royal Rumble three, you know, sixteen or 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 W, uh, you know, the the all the even like not even the the WrestleMania, but like the nitty gritty matches that because you you know back then you didn't have DVR, you didn't have on demand, the internet didn't exist yet. Um, yeah, I thought I thought you were gonna get up on that top rope. I thought you were gonna come down off that turnbuckle with the the double axe handle. But. They told me I couldn't, but I, I don't know. I think the older I get, the more rules that I start to follow. So I didn't want to. I didn't want to ruffle any feathers. We, I'm already, we didn't want to ruin it for the next guys. We actually said there's a few things we were getting. I don't, don't want to ruin it for the next guys. Yeah. So between that and uh, checking out the the McDonald's that had pizza next to us, it was. It was a crazy trip there, D-Roy. It was a pretty crazy trip. It went by pretty fast. It went by way fast. And like I said, we, we walked away with, uh, sold some stuff while, you know, while we were away, had a great time. Uh, just, just, and, and like I said, a lot of it, you know, I paid for part of that trip with stuff I had sold. I mean, oh, I have, yeah. I have my fun money set aside. That's what I always, I've got fun money and, uh, I don't know, there may or may not have been more lost in Las Vegas than in the fun money pool, but it was a good time though. 
was a good time. It's always a good time of the year. Um, you know, we're getting ready to come in the fourth quarter like we talk about uh, every year. This year's going to be a little strange. Uh, we could probably get into that in another episode. Um, but it was one of those things we couldn't really go sourcing. We we basically had a backpack, and that's all we could fit on the plane. So uh, it wasn't a whole lot. We did get a few souvenirs from Hogan's Beach Shop. I don't know if I picked up anything in Florida, the game or anything. I don't think so, but... But my memories, I always have those. So nothing but memories. It wasn't really a sourcing trip, so to say, but it was a good, a good trip. And like you're saying, the nostalgia tapped in on, you know, just that kind of stuff. And uh, man, that's what I've been selling for for the last, you know, ten years on eBay. So that's all you sell is you're selling memories. So, Deroy. That being said, my friend, there are two things in life that are for certain, and that would be death piles and taxes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. 